Welcome to the Red Cedar Rundown, the number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we recap the blowout loss to Ohio State and look ahead to another tough challenge at Wisconsin. Send us your comments and questions, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Clark? Hey, Gary, how are you, guys? <laughs> You know, not too bad other than uh, trying to deal with the ramifications of this weekend's game. But when exactly as planned, when as predicted. Yeah, I mean, at least by this podcast, maybe uh, damn near nailed the score. Very close. Very close. Within seven points. Yeah. Uh, Gary did not nail the score because we lost. Yeah. Well, at least on his win pick, and I also was off on my regular pick as I well. I forgot so. Gary makes two picks every episode now. <laughs> In case we lose. Best case and worst case yeah. scenario. Gives a W and an L prediction for each game. <laughs> no, there's only going to be one prediction on today's show and moving forward, hopefully. But, um, I mean, at the beginning, it looked like, uh, you know, there was a chance for it to actually be a game. Came out pretty strong those first couple drives on, on the defensive end. Thought we might uh, be able to hang. Shut him down, I believe, uh, 16 yards on 16 plays in the first quarters. Zero yards rushing. Yeah. That was impressive. And you could kind of feel it in the stadium that there was a little anxiousness with the Ohio State fan base. But obviously we... Was that reports from Big Dog or <laughs> what you just saw on TV? I just felt... I mean... I just felt it. I mean, there were, even the uh, Herb Street said it. Said there's uh, a little yeah. bit of shock in the stadium. A little bit of shock, huh? But, uh, yeah. We I were, mean, we were turning the ball over after getting it right away just doesn't help, you know? No, especially against Ohio State. I mean, that basically killed us I right mean, there. And the Cody White fumble, shocked that it wasn't reviewed a little bit more. I mean, it was reviewed very quickly and decided very quickly. Look, I mean, I don't know. It, it was probably it a was fumble. Borderline. It was probably they a fumble. Called it, they, called they called it a fumble. It was yeah, probably a fumble. Exactly. Yeah. Hard to overturn that one because of how they called it on the field. But when you shoot yourself in the foot on the first two drives, it's yeah. nearly impossible to come back. But even if we do score on that first drive, I still think we have a tough way, uh, tough, yeah. uh, way to win the game. Still, I mean, Ohio State just looked overpowering and we can, looked overmatched can we talk about the defense though on some other you know long touchdowns and i mean we're just out there titty bumping like what was going on yeah not no. trying to tackle joe batchy even like just, going for home runs yeah trying to play hero ball i don't understand that you can't do that against ohio state that's not how you win that game could have prevented a touchdown on dobbins's long run instead we tried to punch the football out Stupidity at its finest. Yep. I mean, obviously, you know, our secondary is not great. That's That was evident. Well, uh, I heard – I mean, Josh Butler is not great, but – Did you watch Kalan Gervin? Yeah. When the I was ball just went say. into the end zone and he just stood there? Yeah. I was, I was in disbelief. I And he took uh, – I he, think it was on one of the long run plays. He took the worst angle I may have ever yeah. seen someone take. He was a highly recruited player, too. Uh, yeah. I, I just – is he not prepared to play? I mean, is that coaching? Yeah. I don't know what that comes down to. I, I would guess that's got to be. It was a big stage to be starting in your first game. Well, you got to have a little bit more awareness. Like when the ball comes out like that on a bang-bang play and the whistle hasn't even been blown, 
you pick up the football, man. You learned that in peewee football. That's, and that was a very close play. I s- kind of believe that that was a fumble into the end zone. Yeah. Obviously, we weren't going to get that call. We didn't get a lot of calls that went our way in that game. No. But this game had nothing to do with officiating. We shot ourselves in the foot over and over and over and over again. I mean, we're our own worst, worst enemy no sometimes. No question about it. Yeah, I mean, watching Coughlin try to kick field goals is just oh, its pitiful. Just man. Stop. And he's not good. Just stop. He's just not a good kicker. There's no other way around it. I, I don't understand what they even saw in the guy from the get-go. And, I mean, Daryl Stewart, for as great as he is, what does he have, 10 drops on the season now? Yep. He dropped two or three passes in that game that hit him square in the chest. A couple, I think, were on third down uh, He had well. one where he was hit in stride on a crossing route, and he had nothing but greenfield in front of him. And it just didn't, I don't know, lack of focus. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah. But, yeah, getting back to the defense specifically, I mean, after those 16 yards, we gave up 529 yards of total offense, including 323 yards on the ground, which is the second most under Mark D'Antonio. Yeah, that was that was pitiful. Yeah. I mean, it, it just looked like we got gassed maybe in the end. I don't know what it was, but I think, you know, they just looked overpowered. And our offense wasn't moving the football in the second half, plain and simple. I mean, we didn't score Zero points. points. So, yeah, that's – I mean – D'Antonio did point out uh, that he thinks that on the defensive side of the ball, at least, that the, the mistakes were more technique-based. He said cornerback stopping his feet, players going for strips instead of tackles, players missing gaps, and, you know, those gave up some huge plays that were basically, you know, I mean, they're impossible in, to overcome. Inexcusable, though. I mean... I, I, you, I mean, I'm trying telling to you punch right now. a football out when you're the only guy that's stopping a guy from getting to the end zone. Got to make I'd say the it's a little bit more important than you know to bring the guy down than to try and be a hero and get a fumble. Yeah, I mean they're inexcusable. I mean I'm not I'm not even upset about it. I don't. I'm numb to this. Like I've told you before. But like you said, like we just said. I mean, I if we don't make those crucial mistakes, we're in this game. It's a one or two score game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still think we probably lose in the end, most likely. Yeah, but I still think but it but would I have been we, a respectable it's game. It's more of like a 20 to 10 type game. Right. Something like that. Yeah. I. It went exactly how I thought it would go. Yeah. But I'll tell you one person you can't blame this loss on is, I would say, Lewerke. 100%. I, I, I mean, I thought he looked, he made some big time throws in the game. Big time throws, but again, makes the big time throws and. Misses the easy ones, and you know, no oh better example god. than uh, the Cody White one. Oh my god, that was Walk a touchdown! In touchdown, another one. He he didn't even set his feet to throw that ball. He tried to just throw it off his back foot and feather it, and it sailed by like ten yards. Over. Yeah, it was. It was not even close. I got a little excited. I think I was in dis- just pure disbelief when that happened. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> How this, do you miss this that? Team is, That's this team. It's so frustrating That's to watch this team. the last two years. Yeah, it is. It, it feels like we're just this close from making the right play, and we just can't do it, or we make we, a self-inflicted mistake. Yeah, I mean, our offensive line just isn't good. I was surprised, at least in the first half, you know, we did have a little bit of success on the ground. We averaged two and a half yards per carry. For I know, the game. I know, for the game. I'm just saying, in the first half, we came out with a little punch. I was a little yeah, surprised. We had 67 yards on the ground. <laughs> I'm trying to sugarcoat it. All right, it wasn't great. It was. I mean, Reed at tackle is he the worst player you've yep. ever seen play yep. tackle? He's not great at all. Yeah. I mean, hate to you know 
He well, was not a kid, but he just isn't Big Ten starting material yeah, by he, any means. He was he's getting, just not. He was getting blown up for yeah, sure. Big time. The game. That starts with coaching. That starts with recruiting. I mean, that's like uh, you know Billy talked about all of our good teams in the past. They had great offensive linemen on them. We were anchored by great offensive lines and great defensive lines. We have a great defensive line right now. Our, we do not have a good offensive line by any means. Yeah, that starts with coaching, recruiting, and it all falls on Coach D. That's plain and simple. Yeah, you know the defense has definitely regressed a little bit this year, and the offense I I would still say has taken a step forward. Yeah, I mean, as, our, as much as the offensive line struggles, I think the uh, the offense. I mean, look at Lewerke; he's ranked still still second in the Big Ten with two hundred fifty-seven go yards passing yards. Is, we have a good defense now. I'm not going to go ahead and say that our defense is an absolutely electric elite unit anymore. No. I think it's time to take a step back. When you allow 323 yards, six and a half yards a carry. I mean, that, I, mean I don't care. I don't I, care. I do want to say this. Big plays. That really skewed the stats, but that's that's the name of the game. Can't allow those big plays to happen. Three different, three different rushers had rushes of 35 yards or more for them. Yeah, it's inexcusable. Yeah. I mean... Third and long, I saw Fields run for a first down. Like that's how does this keep happening? It's missed assignments. What coaching? Once again, it's just frustrating to watch. Man, when's basketball season start? November fifth. Yeah, can't wait. But I mean, we did move the ball somewhat successfully, and again, just having trouble getting points on the board, which is ridiculous. Missed field goals years in a row. This happens and. For Lewerke, this is, I mean, even affecting his stats. He, you know, like I just said, he's second. Passes. Exactly. Is that number one in the nation? Number one. 23? 23, yep. And that's <laughs> limited. His completion percentage is only 58.5, which, you know, is hurting his stats. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Stewart does actually still lead the conference with 41 catches, and that's actually probably tied. Probably leads the conference and drop passes, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's tied six nationally in that regard. Um, you know, one thing that another, I'm just trying to, you know, we've talked a lot of negative. I'm trying to get some positive for the team. It's just when, when you just watch a team shoot themselves over and over again like that, it's just very, it's hard to find the positives. I I thought we were in the game through the first half, you know, I was excited. And then the end of the second quarter happened and the game was over. Yep. Just like that. We held them to seven points in the second half. If you put the ball in the end zone, if you hit Cody White, like you're supposed to. If you don't turn the ball over in key moments, yeah, like you said, we're right in that game. It could be a one-score game at the end of it. Yep. Yeah. Were you impressed with Ohio State? Yes, to an extent, I guess I would say. I mean, they're. I think def- they're a top four team in the country. Oh, absolutely. I think I, when I said they're, you know, the best team in the country, I'm not ready to. I'm ready to maybe yeah. take a quick step I, I, back on that a little bit, but I think there's no question that they're playoff caliber. Well, that's, I think, what I was thinking in my head. Like, are they the best? What I'm thinking, are they, was I impressed? Like, do I think they are the best team in the country? Maybe. Um, I, I don't, I'm not Could convinced. Could also be Alabama. I'm not convinced they are the best team. I, and I agree with you. I think they're a top four team. Yeah. No, no, no questions question. asked. So, yeah. I, <laughs> In the Big Ten, it's they're going to definitely have their way with most teams just because it seems like most of them, just based on the games I watch, most of these teams are inept on offense. They're just and not good. they can't good. match up with Ohio State's speed and athleticism right, on, exactly. on, when, they're, when they have the ball. Yeah. It, it will be interesting to see how Wisconsin uh, matches up. But we'll get into – we'll break down Wisconsin here in a second. But one more uh, positive note from this game was the tight end play. So, Seibert and Gillison. My guy, Trenton Gillison. Yeah. 
looked pretty decent. Getting a little bit more involved in the offense. And, and we're going to need that moving a forward. Bit but a little bit less Dotson, a little more Seibert, yeah. a little more Gill. No Dotson, please, yeah. if possible. All right. I mean, I, I think we can cap, <laughs> put a cap on that Ohio State game. I don't need to talk about it much more. Um, you yeah, know, I mean, you everybody saw it. They know what happened. Yep. But uh, let's just talk about some quick updates for the team. Another week, another running back transfer. This time, Ladarius Jefferson leaving the team, and uh, you know, it's just uh, it's interesting. I really want to know a little bit more about what is driving these decisions from these players because I know one injury, and you know, you're the starting running back again. Yeah, so it, I don't really understand. We're very what, thin at running back right, right. now. Well, it's, I mean, it's pretty much. Collins and uh, Williams Jr. So they're going to be they're going to be the lead backs from now on. But the one good thing is it's there's no question. You better feed Collins the ball. That's yeah, what I think. The, I mean, he, he's clearly the best runner. He need, he, Twenty carries a game. Come yeah. on. I mean, let's. I, I want to see some Le'Veon Bell type numbers. I think he has the potential to to do well. I mean, he he had fifty six yards rushing in the first half, and then only had eleven. I mean, I, had 11 I kind in of understand second. it with Jefferson too. I mean, he was really mostly getting the goal line work. One thing I'm really worried about though is on you know passing downs. He was back there for pass protection. Yeah, him no. and Hayward were both our probably our top two options. Well, yeah, because they're protection. bigger backs. Yeah. So yeah, it, so that, it will that be worries me a little bit moving forward yeah that's uh concerning but i mean he you know he had nice wish him the best say. yeah he, definitely he, wish him the best i don't think he has any ill will towards the program i saw what he wrote on twitter it yep. seems like he's just looking to make a change for himself to try and get more pt so yeah can't blame him uh wish the kid the best yep and other news lewerke named a finalist for the johnny johnny unitas golden arm award wow surprisingly wow surprisingly I mean, kind of. That's like the top senior quarterback, right? I don't know exactly. <laughs> I think that's got to be like a classified to like a senior thing only. I'm almost positive it is. I mean, it can't be like best quarterback in the country type thing, you know. I'll have to do some research for the next I episode. Mean, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, good for Brian. Happy for him. I mean, if you... I mean, if, we, th- if our receivers player, could start catching some balls, exactly. I mean, yeah. He's Catch having a pretty big year. And he actually hits some, um, you know, wide open guys for touchdowns. You know, the story might you know, be a little yeah, different. Just Cody White when he's wide open. You know. <laughs> Cody missed two Cody White touchdowns now in the year. I but, mean, he's uh, on pace for over 3,000 yards on the season. So, I mean, he's not having a terrible season by a, any means. That's what I'm saying. It's at least giving us a chance. Top 30 in the country in quarterback rating. That's kind of shocking as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, the fan base he's is cer- hard on him. He's but, certainly uh, not our problem, guys. No, he's no. certainly not our problem. Nope. We already know what I our mean, problems God are. We've already us. identified God those. help <laughs> us if we lose the Lurky and Rocky Lombardi has to step in. Uh, yeah, next and start shot-putting footballs again. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I won't watch it, actually. I'll turn it off. I'll just go to sleep and wake up for NFL Sunday. <laughs> Oh, man. I will not watch that. Well, all right. Let's get into this Wisconsin preview. Um, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. They're pretty good. Oh, Wisconsin. has looked strong pretty much all year, especially drubbing scum. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin's... Basically, uh, uh, wiped the field with Michigan when they played them. But outside of Michigan, I will say this, this and this may be skewing their stacks. They're three... Their stats, their three non-conference opponents plus Northwestern have a combined overall record of eight... And 13. I mean, Wisconsin's only allowed 29 points all season. I, I'm not uh, – I'm listen, their defense is the real deal. Don't get me wrong. I'm just – you know, I always got to throw these stats out. 
I know. If there's a glimmer of hope, I got to throw it out. that guy. Um, yeah, Wisconsin's defense uh, has shut out three of their teams that they played in on conference. They South allow, Florida, uh, Central Michigan, and Kent State. 178 yards per game. Yeah. Total. That's total. Yeah. That's not through the air. Well, when you shut out a team's 158 to 0 for your non-conference games, that's I mean, we're not pretty doing good. that. We that's, lost to Arizona State 10 to 7. Yeah, don't need to remember Nobody forget. that one. I mean, yeah, they're allowing 47 yards per game on the ground. Pretty good. Oh, 178 through the air. That's it. Not even 200 yards passing. Yeah. Yeah, let's start with MSU on offense. Let's see how things are going to be stacking up here. <laughs> Wisconsin is first in the country in total defense, scoring defense, passing defense, second in rushing de- defense. Mm. Um, they're first in the nation in pa- uh, defensive passive pass efficiency wow. and third down percentage r- conversion rate. Probably bodes well for our high-octane offense. <laughs> Oh, boy. We're going to have our hands full, that's for sure. And eight players have tackles and double figures. Okay. And uh, leading the team is their sophomore linebacker, Jack Sanborn, with 28. Ah, Sanborn. So <laughs> it's going to be a daunting defense. And How about, I think uh, a tougher test, than Ohio- tougher test than Ohio State, I would say. You know, one thing I'd like to point out is an all-name guy here on Wisconsin, Rashad Wild Goose. <laughs> that is a name. Good old Wild Goose. We're going to have to definitely have an end-of-the-year all-name team. Wild Goose is on it. He's been nominated. I mean, we already know like three Indiana players will be on IU. it. But. It's going to be all <laughs> IU and Wild Goose. Can't wait to hear that name called <laughs> watching the game on Saturday. And there's Wild Goose. Wild Goose. <laughs> bats the ball away. Uh, uh, yeah, so no, good. it'll be fun. Um, I mean, Wisconsin, yeah, I mean <laughs> – our offense scares the hell out of me. I don't know what to do. I mean, are we going to score a point? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to think we will. Hey, as long as we, I'd do. like to think our defense will get a turnover and set our offense up nicely, keep us in a prime position to maybe make this a. You know, I think hopefully we just this is like a seven to six win or something like that. Mm. That's probably our only hope. Well, as long as uh, we don't start off forty-two to nothing, I think we're doing oh, wait. okay. Yeah, that's right. We <laughs> don't do rush defense well anymore. Three hundred plus yards, so. <laughs> Well, I was more referencing uh, Michigan, but... Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Michigan when the day comes. Well, I'm just saying, they just got smacked around in Madison, so... A big time. Hopefully Physically, the same mentally, thing doesn't happen to us is what I'm uh, Emotionally, saying. they're all set. But uh, one one area we could potentially exploit, Wisconsin secondary is young and hasn't really been tested much this season. They for old wild goose. <laughs> I mean, look at me, Michigan... They aren't really a prolific passing team, and really none of the non-conference teams they played, including uh, in-conference Northwestern, no, they don't really let up the scoreboard. So this is definitely going to be Wisconsin's first big test of the season, I mean, other than Michigan. But uh, Michigan State has only scored one offensive touchdown in three of their six games now. Oh. And uh, Lewerke's going to need to play great for us to win this game. That's pretty much what it comes down to on offense. We know – uh, the offensive line is going to do a great job blocking, so we're going to be having to lean on the worky. This could get uh, this this game. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Well, we'll get into the picks here in a second. Let's talk about MSU's defense while Wisconsin's on offense. Um, they've now allowed 30 points in back-to-back games for the first time in since 2016. 
And now after the Ohio State game, they have the 22-ranked total defense and now 21st in the nation in run defense. And their 18.2 points allowed is 21st. So they're around 20th-ranked defense now across the board. But this is a, you know, I'm sure they're not happy how the Ohio State game went with three over 300 yards rushing. And if you want a chance for redemption, no better shot than taking on a potential Heisman Trophy candidate in Jonathan Taylor. He's got 745 yards on the year, 12 TDs on 103 carries, averaging 150 yards per game, and also has four receiving touchdowns with 114 yards on the ground. Uh, He's pretty good. Another Wisconsin running back, pretty good. Yeah, they got a pretty good lineage, eh? Yeah, they know what they're doing out there. <laughs> they're doing something right. If you're and running back, I'd probably just go to Wisconsin. Pretty much. Chances get- are you'll play in the NFL. <laughs> you'll be a Heisman candidate right. and play in the NFL most likely. Yeah. But, I mean, it all starts up front for them, and their O-line is the real deal once again. So can our defense play a great game and redeem themselves? That's the real question in my book. That's going to be you make pretty much quarterback. Was it uh, Cohen? Yeah. So, yeah. You got to make him uh, beat us with his arm. Yeah. He hasn't really, I mean, he's has good completion percentage, but he hasn't taken, really doesn't take shots down the field as yard overall uh, yards per game is anything no, impressive. No, he's but not, he is completing at under 200 yards, almost per game. 75% completion percentage. Yeah, I do see that 85 of 114, but only seven good. TDs on the year. Um, so if somehow, you know, especially at the beginning of the game, Michigan State can shut down the run attack and make him throw, then, you know, maybe things, maybe he'll make some mistakes. I Probably think. will be throwing the ball a lot to my man here, Quintez Cephas. <laughs> Another guy. Put him on the all-name list. Wow. Mich- Michigan State's defense has forced 12 turnovers this year, so like we said, they got to get one or two for have us to. to be in I the mean, game. And to. we got to take care and of the ball. has to That's go the- into the end zone. Don't leave it up to our kicker to try and make a field goal when it counts okay you gotta put the ball in the end zone touchdowns if you want to beat teams like this yeah all right yeah i think uh we pretty much know what we're up against do you want to get these predictions underway clark yeah all right Um, take a shot first since i write mine down and i'll only be picking one pick this week (laughs) this is a 330 kick yeah line last i saw it was uh wisconsin by ten and a half Wish it was more a noon kick, but can we get a noon kick here soon? Uh, I mean, I'd like to get on with the rest of my day. Yeah, I just like you know, let's get it over with <laughs> if it's gonna happen. Um, Three thirty kick, huh? All right. I last week the, the defense the last two weeks has been less than stellar. Not you're playing a very efficient offense and a very efficient team in Wisconsin. A team that actually does the exact opposite of what we do. They do not shoot themselves in the foot repeatedly. They are big up front, always have a gigantic offensive line. They have a Heisman Trophy candidate running back. Yeah, that scares me. I mean, because if he gets hot early, it could be taken to the woodshed. I know I said I liked our odds to bend this game better than the Ohio State game. Our offense has given me... Little to no hope that we can actually win this game because of how good their defense is played. I mean, I think where it's going to be a closer game than Ohio State. I think we are going to lose twenty three to thirteen. Twenty three thirteen. Yep, it's a good pick. Actually, I was very close to that pick initially. I changed it earlier yeah. today. So, 
I agree with you on most fronts. Um, I think we're going to be able to score some points, though. I, I am, yeah, like I said, not a ton of points. Some, I'm, I'm, some points. Thirteen I, to be precise. A little more than thirteen. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, like I said, I don't think Wisconsin's really been tested through the air, and this is going to be by far the best quarterback they've probably faced all year. Um, if our defense can do a solid job, then I think we can maybe make this a close game. Jonathan Taylor is going to get his. That's just how it is. He, he he's going to have a a decent day, probably not uh, slightly below his averages, I would say, but he'll he'll get close. Um, nothing like we gave up at Ohio State last uh, week. I hope not. Um, and I think it will come down. Uh, it will come down to the wire, and Wisconsin will get that go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter. And I think the final score is going to be twenty-four to seventeen, Wisconsin. Similar. I like it. Good pick. Yeah. Obviously, we both hope that we win. Just a disclaimer. Yeah, we obviously. I'm just giving you what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Never said I was an expert. But I did. I almost nailed the pick last week. <laughs> Speaking of uh, picks, this would be usually the time we would have Billy's betting segment, but uh, uh, I think we have to cancel it after last week's performance. Yeah, early Ooh. reviews were in. Billy, you fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not his best performance. I will say this. He did get nailed that uh, Iowa-Michigan under, though. I will say that. But, uh, yeah, he uh, completely blew his lock win. Of Oklahoma I mean, State. we'll probably let Billy come back on the podcast at some point. Obviously, he needs to behave himself when talking about one foster lawyer. But yeah, he really probably won't needs be to basketball himself. season after this betting segment. Because yeah, he'll he, just come he, in and be your foster lawyer. He might just expert. need to go into hiding for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I had some requests for your, his address for some reason. Phone number, address. <laughs> If you want th- that information, just send us a DM at Red Cedar Rundown, and we'll provide it to you. We are not liable for any harm caused. Nope. Sorry, Bills. But, uh, yeah, brought this on yourself. Don't know what to tell you. Bring better picks next time. All right, Bills? You're guaranteed. Oklahoma State. <laughs> you told us about put our mortgage you said on I bet it. bet the 401k. Good thing I didn't bet anything on it. Yep. Good I, thing I, I didn't knew follow that. We had a couple listeners that uh, definitely followed your advice. I don't think they bet the 401 on it, though, so you Luckily. might be in luck there. Hopefully they didn't, because if they did, we're giving them your address and your phone number, and they'll see you soon. Yep. All right, let's give a uh, quick look at the state of the Big Ten. Ah, around the league, huh? Yep. Uh, last week, two really only major scores that uh, caught my eye, obviously. Ugh, God, that Michigan game was horrible. <laughs> was oh, my. some of the worst offense I've seen since Michigan State's it offense last year. wasn't a good football game. It was like watching Michigan State play Arizona State. It was horrible. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, the score was similar, so. But they won 10-3. Uh, <laughs> also, 10-3, huh? Yep. Also, a... Uh, <laughs> Nate Stanley, elite quarterback through three also picks. Also, a putrid offensive game was Nebraska oh my beating God. Northwestern 13-10. to <laughs> I mean, uh, looks like the Big Ten's pretty much uh, just three teams at this point in time. Yep. And uh, there is a big game this week, and we'll get a... Uh, a good uh, check to see where both these teams are at, especially after Iowa playing Michigan. But Penn State at Iowa, that's pretty much the only other big game this week. I think Ohio State's off. So Penn State at Iowa. Well, what do you see going in that game, Clark? I, I like Penn State to win that. I game. like Penn State to to win actually handily yeah, in that game. I don't. Uh, I don't think much of Iowa after their performance <laughs> in Ann Arbor. That was. Uh, yeah, that was. I mean, eye gouging. Three. 
Yeah. Not great. And Michigan's defense is not that good. In my yeah, opinion. I mean, they made Michigan's defense look like the Michigan defense from the past few years yep. that we've seen. Yep. And I don't think this unit is that defense. So Nope. I mean, that one, what's the one guy on deep Michigan? He had like, uh, he had two and a half sacks. Quit it, bay. <laughs> I don't even think I'm saying it right, but quit it, bay. <laughs> I think I am actually well, saying it. Last right. Kish to clarify. Um, all right. One more segment here. Little bit basketball news. It's getting close. Oh yeah, almost to the, almost to the promised land, Clark. Commit one number month away. three. Who was it, Gary? Tell us. AJ Hoggard. Looks like Big Dog had a little bad intel. Yep. Looks like he's gonna also have to take a week off, but he did redeem himself. We want to give a big shout out to the Big Dog oh, for yeah. running the Instagram story oh, account for the was, Ohio State game. That was legendary. It was hilarious. It was exactly what we expected from Big Dog. So. <laughs> Big dog. Classic big dog. A plus on the Instagram. So you definitely redeemed yourself. And hey, you're just passing on information on whispers that you're hearing. This isn't directly from big dog stating that he knows directly. He's just telling us what he's hearing. Inside sources. Okay. That's so all we ask for. Technically, big dog's not wrong. The sources are wrong. So blame <laughs> the sources. Don't blame big dog. And we might have big dog on live. Oh. Before the Michigan game. So oh, yeah. We're going to need to get big dog on here. So yeah, we, we should see him here uh, pop up uh, maybe Live on the podcast. AJ Hoggard. Like it. Two point guards in the class. I mean, obviously, what does that mean for Foster Lawyer? Well, I don't know. Should we get Billy on? Should we call him? <laughs> Live call in. Your boys I mean, probably should transfer at this point. 6'3. He's already like 200 pounds, too. He's a big kid. And physical guard. Not a selfish player at all developing three-point shot him and terry both developing three-point shots um i like having options because they're diff, you know different basketball players you know terry more the explosive athletic guy hoggard obviously the bigger bodied guy i think both guys take the ball to the rim very well they're going to compete against each other i think obviously both of them can you know play both guard spots i believe so it should be very interesting to watch yeah i'm excited let's get through this year first but. we're up to number four in the rankings, though? No? In the recruiting rankings for yep. those that care, yep. I believe? Yep. yep. Number four. Nice. So, uh, I mean, obviously we'll touch more on the basketball program when the time comes. But Soon. big, exciting less, things Like I happening. said, less than one month to the promised land. So Very we can stop, exciting get excited about things happening. on the podcast. We're probably three weeks, two, three weeks away from our basketball, basketball preview. Yeah. So. I'm excited about Keep it. Keep listening to the pod, guys. I know I'd football ra- I mean, can be I, depressing. I just come on here to help you guys and you know provide you with a service here. If it was up to me, I wouldn't even be doing the podcast <laughs> right now after watching our football team. But Gary can't do this with his cat every week, so I have to step in. Appreciate that, Clark. No problem. It's for the people. Uh, We're jumping into the mailbag Let's now? get into so the mailbag. It's a right. very, it, was yeah. a, it was a... Lackluster mailbag due to probably us getting our asses kicked by yeah, Ohio State. Not a State. lot of excitement generated by that game. But some uh, some freewheeling questions. Let's get into the first one from our good friend Steve K out in Chicago, our resident, one of our resident scum fans, trolling Clark, asking Clark. Clark was willing to drink his own piss if you beat OSU last week. Right. What are the stakes for this week? Also. A similar question came from Mike Kay in Farmington Hills, who asked, will you make the same claim as last week if the Spartans beat Wisconsin, <laughs> which was you will go to the Penn State game? Oh, um, so from the urine aspect, no, I will not be <laughs> putting that on the table again. 
<laughs> so no, I'm not. I'm not gonna have. Any, and there's no stakes this week. No stakes. If Michigan State beats beats Wisconsin, you keep, we can't get you out to the Penn State game. Can't get you uh, get I you mean, out in the we seats. We don't have a chance to win the conference. Why would I be excited? We. That's not true. Come on, Gary. Let's grow c- up. <laughs> I mean, our chances are under one percent, but we have a chance, Clark. All right. <laughs> Um, what if what if we uh, run the table, win out, and it comes down to Michigan beating Ohio Oh, yeah, State. we're going to run the table, win out. Um, uh, I'm just, I, I love if, if we beat Wisconsin, I'll consider going to the Penn State game. All right. I'll consider it. I'd like to get you to commit at least. Actually, to... I can't. I got work that day. Get out of here. I do. Two weeks from now? It's not next weekend, you know. It's two weeks from now, and I, I know you don't know your work schedule two weeks. I got work that day. <laughs> Speaking of bets, just real quick, uh, I'm sure Pino out in Australia must be getting nervous with the current trajectory of the team. Shirts are getting pressed right now. <laughs> RCR is Pino's daddy. Potentially, we'll see. He has you- to wear it at the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> During a show. We'll be sending it out, that's for sure. All right, let's get into our next one. Our self-proclaimed biggest fan, Joe V, Salty Dog, out in Denver. He says... Good to have you back, Salt. Yeah, good to uh, see you back in the mailbag. You've been really slacking. I think it's two weeks in a row now for the Salts. Yeah, that's good well, to let's see. keep up the momentum. Let's limit the questions and make them good. He's got another two this week. <laughs> Two's fine. <laughs> Two's fine. Any more? You know, we get a little overboard. We might be dealing with a ban, but we're not going to do that right now. Not okay? yet. We're we not do at appreciate that point. you having you back. So his question is, the strongest Antonio's teams had strong resiliency. This year, we've seemed to have these back-breaking moments, mm. i.e. missed field goals against yep. Ohio State, Lewerke missing wide open Cody White against Ohio State. Missed field what goals happened? against Arizona State. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. What happened to our resiliency? Any hope for this team versus Wisconsin, Penn State, or Scum? I mean, here's the thing. This is a simple answer. Our resiliency, our players just aren't as good as they were in the past. That's probably Plain true. and simple, straightforward. Offensive line, not existent. Kicker, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I think Lewerke, we had more. I mean, I would say Lewerke's a you know serviceable quarterback. He's put up big numbers in his career. He's not Connor Cook. I mean, come on. We don't have clutch players, I think yeah, is what it is. Exactly. Players that probably deliver above what their expectations are as players. Correct. 100%. And, uh, yeah, I think that's been it's been evident this year. I mean, that's for sure. At tight end, you had Josiah Price. Legend. Yeah. We had players continuously play above their skill level, I would Absolutely. say. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jack Conklin was a walk-on, and then he became a first-round pick. Dark Wisdenard, two-star recruit, Thorpe Award winner. Le'Veon Bell, two star. Yeah, this list goes on. Go Trey on. Waynes. Yeah, I mean, we don't, we just don't have those type of guys right now. Yep, it, it's just is what it is. The talent's just not there right now. I would agree. And uh, he's got another question. He said, "Thoughts on former players in the XFL draft coming up?" Ooh, yeah, I saw Cook, Con Cook in there. Drummond, Mumphrey, Machado, all have their names in the draft. He says, "Sign me up for a Cook jersey." That's uh, you can donate your money to the WWE all you like, but uh, I will not be participating in that. Um, I fully expect the XFL probably will fold again within a year or two. I would give it uh, probably one, one year, maybe two, yeah, maybe midway through the second they just shut it down. I don't know how they're planning on selling a lot of tickets and the markets that they have 
It's, I, I mean, I or, think it's going to be a disaster again. I don't think it's going to be good. You already see across all sports. The American Alliance of Football is already gone. Uh, but no, this is yeah. what my point is, though. Across all of sports, you see attendance down due to, you know, yeah. the ability to watch it. Who wants to go to an XFL game? Or exactly. I would not, if they had a team in Detroit, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't even care to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hope these guys still get a chance to play football. I mean, Drummond and Cook definitely, I mean, I think are talented enough to play in some sort of football league. Um, who else was on that? Machado. I mean, he wasn't really that big of a star. I think Mumphrey and Drummond both had at least like small stints in I the NFL. See, uh, uh, was it Tuan Jones? I think I saw his name was on oh, there yeah. too. So, I mean, he's definitely he was a star. Uh, I think Darren Harris is. Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw it on yeah. Darian's uh, Twitter account. Um, Tuan was a stud for us. I think, obviously, he's got to be capable of playing in the XFL. Right. Said he just wants to hit someone. So, that sounds like XFL to me. <laughs> I think uh, that's but I wish them made the best well. and success for the year or two that that league exists. <laughs> Maybe they can catapult themselves back into NFL training camp. We'll see. Does he hate me playing again in the XFL? <laughs> <laughs> he hate me. X Pac, Triple H. The <laughs> well, list goes on. The Rock. Uh, the Rock. <laughs> uh, let's get into our last question. What do we got here? Oh, no, got two more questions. Two, Sorry. More. We got Adam D. Yeah. Uh, appreciate Adam D's consistency and uh, yeah, he's getting involved he's had in some the good questions. Bag. He does. He said he's got a couple questions. It looks like true or false. None of the underclassmen will go pro at the end of the season. Meaning if true, Josiah Scott and Cody White are both playing in green and white next fall. Um, I, mean, I would say true. hundred percent. I mean, I, Josiah I Scott definitely is. His not, stock is dropping by the game. If Josiah Scott goes pro, it would be absolutely foolish. Yeah. Foolish. Cody, Cody White, White, I definitely don't see going pro. Uh, those are two players that I think last year the expectation and the potential of them was so high, and this year they just haven't delivered to those expectations. Right. I mean, and Cody White, I don't really think is – I just it, he's just not ready yet. It's just plain and simple. Yeah. Both guys, of course, could play in the NFL in the future. I just don't see it happening this year. Yeah. I think they need at least one more year, and we're going to need them next year. That is for sure. So question two, if you could choose any player to be required to enter the transfer portal, <laughs> would you choose anyone other than Matt Dotson? <laughs> I mean, I like Adam D's thoughts here. I think we got a little bit of depth here at tight end now. So, yeah, I would choose Reed at tackle. Yeah, I, I was going to say Reed. His merry way. I was going to say Reed or even potentially Higby. Uh, I but think. for all you tryhards out there that get upset about made-up questions, it's just a made-up question, okay? It's for fun. He just even for said fun. fun bag. Fun bag. He did say fun <laughs> bag at the beginning. I forgot to read that. Fun bag. It was for fun. But, yeah, read. Good day, sir. Transfer portal. <sighs> all right. Last question coming from Mike Kay in Farmington Hills. Another guy. Really appreci appreciate the consistency. Always appreciate and this Mike this was K. interesting, and I had to do some digging on this because – yeah, I did. Yeah, it was interesting. Interesting question he has. He says, "Has Hartberger ever not kicked it into the end zone?" And he ha and this is was you know he has had a lot of chances to pin it in the twenty. So I did some research on his statistics for the year because he has had a lot of chances to pin us deep, and we've just always kicked it in the end zone. It seems a lot yeah. of times. Um, so right now he's eighth in the country in punting average at forty seven yards a clip, but 30, 30th in the nation in punting net average. Um, out of his 27 punts, which is a lot, <laughs> he's uh, had 12 inside the 20, nice, which is respectable. But he does have six that for touchbacks, which leads the FBS. That's not great. That's not 
That's not great. No. That also could not, some of that could not be his fault. I've seen a couple times where our coverage has been. Yeah, and I was going to say the same thing. Pretty lackluster. Yeah, we so. definitely seem to not have sure hands around the goal line when it lands and knock it in the end zone or screw I mean, it up somehow. Kid's got a leg. Yeah, I, I'm not doubting his ability, that's for sure. But I, that is a good point. I that mean, is a good point. Very interesting. Something to pay attention to a little bit more when you're watching yeah, the game. Yeah, I had to look up the stats. So uh, that was it was definitely fun to, to try to figure out. Another fun bag from – we'd appreciate <laughs> that, Mike K. We like to have fun here on the Red Cedar Rundown, guys. Hey, we like to have fun. Might be a little negative sometimes, but blame the football team for that. Don't blame me. I'm just telling you like I see it. Although I would like to point out really quick before we wrap things up here, a couple of haters hating on our boy, A.J. Hoggard. I'm talking about (laughs) Dean and Wayne and Rose in Houston. I don't know what it is about these guys, but they're just not a fan of A.J. Hoggard. Bad things flying around in our group text. I won't stand for it, so I'm going to call you out on the podcast. Despicable. If you want to come on and defend yourself, you know the phone number. Call the Red Cedar Rundown hotline. I'd be more than willing to debate with you on the show. We'd love to. We welcome it. <laughs> okay? Just a quick shout out to you guys. <laughs> Clean it up, all right? Make fun of other players, not ours. Basically. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. Idiots. Trying to big time a new recruit. Not on my watch. Couple a couple old men trying to bash a young kid. Yeah. Just sad. Sad, sad, sad. Couple of dads. Couple of dads bashing young kids. Shout out to you guys being dads though. <laughs> yeah. Great dads. All right, let's wrap the show up here. Again, thank you guys all for listening. Hopefully the negativity isn't too much for you. Hopefully it gets some frustration out on this team and we try to Guys, basketball season's gonna be a lot of fun. Gary okay? tries to put the positive st- spin on things. We we are Clark, we, Clark uh, keeps it real. I just keep it real. I mean, honestly, if there was a lot of positivity to take away from it, I'd be, you know, wait till basketball season. I'll be shining bright, okay? As long as we do well. We'll be fine. As you know, our Patreon website is available. Patreon.com slash Red Cedar Rundown. Once again. Patreon.com slash Red Cedar Rundown. You can find all of our episodes at redcedarrundown.buzzsprout.com or you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Alexa, I mean, basically anywhere, on any, Earth. anywhere, anywhere, any normal person listens to a podcast, you can find us. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I might be just done with Facebook. So, yeah, just Instagram and Twitter, I'm going to say. Um, and tell your friends, your family. Tell and, everyone. And as always, go green, go white.